Rodney, I'm scared. I think that we should split up. Split up? You bastard, we've been together for 12 months. I can't believe you'd fucking say that. <laughs> no, no, split up. We can cover more ground so that the killer can kill us individually and we're not together. Oh, well, that's okay then. This is the horror movie episode of Ignorance Is This, and there are spoilers in this show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast about the best way to view cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me, as always, is the internet's busiest movie nerd, Oliver Deer. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the 10th episode. Oh, we've made it to double, <laughs> <laughs> we've made it to double digits, baby. Yeah, the big dooge, as you called it. You made me, before the episode started, to not... Uh, to not listen to you, you yeah. t- you made me block up my ears, yeah, hum to myself, yeah, and that's what you were practicing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got my little party horn because I didn't have, <laughs> and my phone because I didn't have the money to go buy myself an actual party <laughs> blower. Ah, yeah. well, I mean that was just as effective. Yeah, congratulations, we made it to double digits, baby. Double digits, and it's a bit of a thought after ten episodes. You know, we haven't um we haven't talked too much about ourselves. Don't no. really need to. No, we don't. But need I thought to. it would. Our content gets us through the day, doesn't it? Yep, it sure does. Through the hour. But I thought it um, might be interesting to know some of our favourite movies, so you know our preferences and oh, and things no. like that. So I thought I had a little thought today, and I thought, why don't we just uh, what is what are some movies, Scott, that yeah. you could just watch over and over again, and it doesn't matter how many times it comes on, just watch it. It's uh, always watch it when it comes on. Uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets yep. is a movie that I have seen too many times to count. Yep. Um, and I'd also probably put Scott Pilgrim versus the World yeah. up there as well. They Just a bit, fun, fun movie. Yeah. Your two favorite films. Now, Psycho is probably my favorite. Oh, film. okay, okay. Um, but not not a rewatchable one. I don't think I could watch that nearly as many times as I've seen Chamber of Secrets. I actually wrote down just the Harry Potter series in general. Like, I mean, if I that's cheating, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean like if there's one you haven't seen in a while. Oh yeah, there's except like for the fifth one, which I hate. <laughs> no, you don't. I, well, I don't oh, like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's the funniest one. That's the wait, funniest one. Wait, with is that the one that I'm that I don't like? I don't know. Which one's the one I don't, I don't like? I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> so no. What's the What's the sixth one? That's the Half Blood Prince. It might have been that. Yeah. It might have been that that I don't like. I don't, well, clearly I can't remember much from it. <laughs> yeah. It might be that one. Yeah. The fifth one was the rom-com movie. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, all right. Well, I love a comedy. The, 50, the fifth one was just, it was just jokes. Yeah. Which was which was what they needed after the absolute crazy darkness of the fourth one, especially yeah. the end of that, which has still, which still scares me to the day. Yep. Yeah, you I don't, can't, you I, don't like Baby Voldemort? No, I, us, I would watch that movie and stop <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Because it was too scary. What else? What else on your list? I wrote um, Hot Fuzz. That's my favorite movie of all time. Yep. I always watch it when it comes on because there's always new things to, to see in the background and new yeah. jokes to find. Yeah, good choice. Um, I also put Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's not... I wouldn't say it's, like, one of my favorite movies, but it's just so fun to watch. Would you... Would Is it fun to watch, though? Because it's it pretty... Is. It's, it's heavy on the heart. It's heavy, but he just goes through so much. Yeah, that's why it's heavy on the heart. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's a lot of fun scenes, you'd a lot be, of good. I reckon quotes. if you watch that four times in a row, you'd come out of it like pretty pretty sad, nah. more than happy. No, nah, but it's always happy at the end. Yeah, but then you watch it again and it's sad. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that's a, that's a, uh, no, I'll change my mind. That is a good choice and a very good movie. Yeah. I saw that off your recommendation, didn't I? You did. You just watched it because we said it was good. Yeah. And we watched sat there like three hours because that's how long it is, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a huge deal, especially at the time when I was a young boy who didn't want to be told what movie to watch. Unlike <laughs> what we're doing right now where you literally force a movie onto me. Yeah. I thought also, um, what's a movie you'd never want to see again? You wouldn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Oh. Like, someone could not force you to watch it again. Oh, right, well, you, you, you've got one prepared I, for yourself? Yeah. Um, I want to say Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Oh, oh, I haven't even seen it and I hate it. Oh, I saw it at the cinema. It, for people that don't know what it is, it's a young adult um, adaptation. And it was so boring. Apparently, I think there was werewolves. You I th- think? I think there might have been werewolves and vampires. I think that's what was going down. But then, like, they went to, like, the City of Bones. It wasn't a City of Bones. It was just a tomb. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what to think of that. It was really boring, and it was it was like Twilight. Like, it focused too much on the romance. Uh, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Had you read the books? No. No, I haven't. But I've... Do you I think w- if you read the books, you'd like it? You would like no, it? No. I, I went with people who had seen it and didn't like it. But this was a movie like we saw this in high school. Well, I saw it in high school. Yeah. Which is a time where you want to be impressing some of the your your lady friends who <laughs> who I know all of our lady friends watched or read that that series. Yep. And so you want to impress them with some facts. You were like, oh yeah, I went and saw that movie. <laughs> I could not could not brag about seeing that movie. It, no. was, it was just like, oh yeah, I saw that. It was terrible. How could you get through the books? Apparently, the books are all right. I don't yeah. know. Well, people say the same thing about Hunger Games. Not. To the point, but the majority seems to think that the books are better than the films. Yeah. But at least with oh. that, it's watchable. Yeah. I love Hunger Games. love a good a good uh, teen romp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what, what would be something for me. Um, the only thing I can think of, because very so often watch movies, <laughs> I'm usually quite selective of something that I know I'll like. Yeah. But um, when I was a, a young boy who didn't know much about what made a movie good and what wasn't good... Mm. I saw um, Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, yeah. Which is a movie that I don't think I would ever want to see again. Yeah. Not even for the fun factor of like, oh, let's have a laugh at how terrible this is. I, just, I would never go back to it. Yeah. I hated the I hated all the cast, <laughs> except for the person that played Piccolo. I thought he was pretty good. That was yeah. it. Yeah. The key looked bad. Like all of like the special like moves looked bad. Oh, okay. They all turned into monkeys, which <laughs> like, it happens in the show, but it, it just looks so weird. Nah, no good. See, it's it's films like that which are just boring, crappy. Like there are there are bad films that you can still get enjoyment out of because maybe it's so silly yeah. you can find some good things about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But some some of these films where they focus on the romance, so I don't know what Dragon Ball's like. There was lo- there was romance. Yeah, in this. You if didn't you focus need on to it be. too much, it's just so boring. No, you're right. I didn't need to be. It was flirty of like, oh, this person's now flirting with this person. Now, who cares? The biggest threat in the world is happening. Yeah. <laughs> what about Avatar? Had you seen it? The um, Oh, yeah. The um, Shyamalan Avatar? Yeah. See, it's it's not a movie because I wouldn't... It's not mo- a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be a movie. Yeah, not a movie. Um, It's not something I would not want to watch again because I, I would want to watch it just to compare it to the series again because yeah. I've forgotten about... I've forgot completely about it because when i first watched it i was so young i didn't understand it was supposed to be bad yeah exactly that, that's exactly so, how i felt with and Dragon i Ball. hadn't seen the series in a long time so i didn't remember exactly right but now we've we've both been watching the avatar series recently yeah i'm i'm over halfway into it i'm one uh, two thirds of the way in and also we've been at the same time punishing and going dissecting bad <laughs> movies yeah so i'm sure if we actually watched the the Shyamalan last airbender movie now yep we'd probably tear it to shreds 
if you said to me we're going to watch Shyamalan's <laughs> Avatar, yeah, I would be more excited of doing that than last week when you said we're definitely going to choose a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> With, without question, well, it would be fun for me because I'm just I'm just starting to watch the show. Yeah, so it would be cool to see those characters. It, yeah, it's definitely fun for the reason of oh, I get to see my characters on a on a big screen. I sort wonder of thing. if Saka is just as crazy as he is in the show. <laughs> Apparently, just huge disappointment because everything about the show that was good they ruined in the movie all right well now that i'm watching the show and i know why it's good to me yeah it should stand out and i should be able to adequately tear it to shreds yeah maybe we should give it a watch next week (laughs) yeah i'm I'm happy to i'm very happy to yeah it does get a lot of hate as it is though so we're not treading any new ground (laughs) well good thought ollie my choice is definitely going to be dragon ball evolution then we'll go back to it again yep okay and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets before Scott Pilgrim, I think. Yeah. Actually, no, Scott Pilgrim now. Because I just we just did that editing task earlier mm-hmm. in the year for um for our screen production class at uh, the university that we go to, and watching that again and like literally going by like frame by frame for a lot of that to dissect like perfect shots for the little uh, editing that we were doing. Mm-hmm. I did find some like funny background jokes that I didn't realize all these times. So I'm gonna pick Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Edgar Wright movies you can find a lot in the background. Oh. That's just sitting there waiting to be laughed at. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for his next one. Like I'm pretty sure I've told you, um, uh, when they're talking about the ki- like killers or people who murder in in Hot Fuzz, yeah. she's like, "Oh, what about them killers then?" In the background <laughs> is a killers album called Hot Fuss. Oh no way! Yeah, oh, that's very good. Real nice. Little details like that is yeah. what really steps up a film for me. Yeah, it's right. it's a good one. So, Scott, sometimes we like to go to the theater, the movie theater, and watch a new film. Yep. And I won't have seen the trailers, and you will have, and then we'll compare mm-hmm. who liked it more. But sometimes we don't have enough money to do to go to the <laughs> cinema. And sometimes, because you're ignorant, I'm the wor- I'm such a you're ignorant. you're an ignorant by default guy. Yep. You so sometimes I'll give you a film that you just haven't heard about or don't know anything about. And you have to go into it blind and tell me what you think. Yep. And Or in some cases, deaf. <laughs> yeah. hey. hey, that's a reference to this week's film. We watched Hush, which is a horror movie. Oh, it's... that's why they call it that. Oh, Hush. Oh, I get it. Don't don't say anything. Hush. Because she's she's a uh it's about a the protagonist is a deaf and mute person. It's a horror movie and you hate horror movies. Not into them, not a fan. Which and I've sort of just basically hijacked this segment. To make yeah. you watch a horror movie, yeah, because it's not like it's not like it's a classic movie or anything. It was released last year, I believe, twenty sixteen. Yep, basically made you watch this just because I know you know absolutely nothing about this film. Yeah, well, I would I would never have known mm. anything about this because usually I tell you about horror movies because I know you're never going to watch them. Like, yeah. um, I really wanted you to watch It Follows. Yeah, but I know the premise. But of that. you know the premise behind it. Yeah. It See, Follows is a really good movie for anyone wanting to watch a horror. Really good. Don't know why you would, though. Modern but... modern classic, I'll, I'll, I'll say. <laughs> oh, huge. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so you saw that. Yep. And I just thought, to give the the listeners some background about what you, what you think about horror movies, you don't <laughs> consider them a proper genre. Look. It's... <laughs> see, that's, see, that's taking words out of my mouth. Is that it's... slander? Yeah, it's la- yeah that is slander. 
Now, if we were on live radio, which I often am, and I have to watch out for things like this, <laughs> you would you would be in lots of trouble there. No, I don't think I would be a lot of trouble because I think you have said something like that to me. You said you don't understand um, why in, people... In the comfort of our own uh, private conversations, Ollie, <laughs> off, off the record, that's still slander. <laughs> <laughs> you said you don't understand why people watch horror movies because you don't think they have real stories. You think yeah. their sole purpose... Is to just be scary. It's to spook, yeah, and it is. There, the main purpose is to spook, and I don't. I, I don't never think expect th- a, a good story to be attached to a horror film. Yeah, I, I love to be proved wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what I do actually say, and I'll admit, I'll put my hand up to this, is that I just I think that horror movies, like I just I don't know why someone would willingly watch it for like fun. <laughs> is, <laughs> but then again, like I I like. You know, like roller coasters and shit, which is like being scared for fun. Yeah. But like, I just like, why wouldn't you just watch something that has like an actual, like really like perfect storyline? Like watch a, watch a Hitchcock for God's sake. Why would you watch a... Hitchcock made horror films. I know, he did. <laughs> my favorite film is the horror movie. Yeah, Psycho. <laughs> Psycho is a horror thriller film. It's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. But yeah, like I just, I feel like in modern day things then at least is just jump scares and then that's it. That's the whole kind of purpose behind... I could direct a horror film because I can just not have something on screen for a bit and then jump a thing on screen for a bit. Mm-hmm. There we go. I'm a director. Here's the thing. What you're referring to are the equivalent in horror in the horror genre of action blockbusters that have Michael Bay just big explosions for yeah. the teenagers. Yeah. They're just, you know, cheap cheap thrills. Jump the thing out. See, <laughs> <laughs> jump the thing out and get make the audience go, ah. But there are... A lot of horror movies, which are really good, build proper tension, and they still have jump scares. A lot of a lot of good ones still have jump scares, but they're done well. Yeah, and they are. And I think that Hush did well. Yep. Here's my verdict. I liked it a lot. Yeah. There weren't jump scares in the conventional way that I would expect jump scares to be. Yeah. There were creepy moments, and oh, you kind of see the killer like walking behind her through a window or whatever, and that's jumping because you... Like, it's kind of there, but you don't expect it to be there, and it kind of frightens you. Mm-hmm. But it's not suspense, 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 right up in the center of camera, filling up the frame with the uh, the face of the killer and stuff like that. Mm. So you liked it because you didn't get jumped, jump scared. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And I was there was a very, very uh, interesting premise. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea of having a character be, like, she's mm-hmm. just got her, like, brain and, try, like, her wits, but... She can't hear anything. She can't scream for help or anything like that. I thought that was a very interesting way to develop a a main character in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I don't know. What else do you do? You want to ask me questions about things <laughs> that I that I liked? I suppose the reason I've given you the film now I could have given you a cl- a classic like we say, but I wanted to give you something you didn't know anything about. We were tossing up between this and The Conjuring, which I thought yes. came out literally over ten years ago. No. It turns out it was like a two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I g- no, so I was- the choices I gave you were The Witch, Yep, Hush, The Conjuring, Your Next, and The Invitation. The Invitation was also released really recently, actually. That were for that were released pretty recently. Your next was I think 2011. And the witch was last year. Yep. The witch is very high concept. I think. Or well, it's. Uh, yeah, I was told by Ollie that um I'm not ready for it. Or yeah. It's, it's too <laughs> it's too high concept for you. <laughs> All right, mate. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I think you went with the good one. If, if you chose Your Next, The Conjuring, or Hush, those are like the regular... Yeah, okay. They're sort of like very... They have very basic concepts for a horror movie, but with great twi- uh, great twists on the concept. Sure. Yep. So basically, I, wa- I gave you Hush because I want to... Th- I wanted to change your opinion on horror films. Can, can I just say quickly, yes. um, you, it came down to The Conjuring and Hush when I was asking you, all right, which one should I watch? Because you, you've given me a choice. I literally don't know anything about it. Just tell me which is the better one to talk about in the podcast. And you said Hush. And I was thinking, I don't want to watch Hush because <laughs> that's spooky. And The Conjuring came out 20 years ago, so it'll be less spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it came out only like five years ago and I looked up on Netflix the length of the two movies and yeah. Hush was like half hour shorter. And I was like, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. And that's how I picked it. And I can tell you, you would have got a jump scare in Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. It was short and sweet, which is a thing that I yeah. like. I got, an, I got a couple notes here for Hush. Yeah. The first one that I wrote is, it was short, which I liked. <laughs> yeah, it was super short. It is. I was it's surprised. About when... an hour and 20 minutes, including the credits. Yeah, that's like the length of an animation feature. Yeah, sure. Of yeah. a kid's film. Yep. Yep. It's a kid, kid's horror movie. Take your kids to see Hush <laughs> this summer. <laughs> take, take your figurative kids to see Hush like we discussed in like episode yeah. four. <laughs> but yeah, I, basically I wanted to give you a good a horror movie with a good story. So you, you I could challenge your perception I could challenge your ignorance, one might say, <laughs> on yep. on horror movies. Because I, we were discussing, I think, our good friend Grace, who you watched the film with. Yep. She was there we're when I... We're always watching our films with Grace. Yep. Hey, Grace. <laughs> Shout out. She was there when I said to her that you don't like horror movies and that your <laughs> your thought behind them was they're not really movies. They're just... They're fodder to make you scared. Yeah, they're just there to make you scared. But here's what I think. I think um, some movies, a good horror movie, you could take away some of the horror elements and it would still be a good movie. Which I would hope. Like, yeah. it's the same with, like, yes. a fantasy. You get rid of a CGI yeah. dragon and hopefully the story would still be there. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Maybe maybe Hush was destined to be a bit of a horror. But, like, I've written so Get Out recently. The, the Jordan Peele horror film. Yep. And I think the concept was so good, you could you could completely take away the horror elements. I mean, you still maybe keep some of the suspense, but you could take away most of the horror, horror elements and it would still be a good film. Yeah, but it was sure. better being a horror film because of the suspense that was built. Get Out is a movie that um, you obviously knew a little bit about, so we didn't want to discuss it on the show. Mm-hmm. And I know a bit about it as well. And even though that I'm not into horrors, I, I do want to go see Get Out and I really think I am going to go Yes. See it. I, like I've heard that that like what you just said about mm. it so often that it seems like it's worthy of my time despite being oh yeah a, a um a horror film yeah definitely because yeah you, like I said you could take away the horror elements still be a good film but it's better being a horror film for the reasons of suspense do you think Hush would have been a good movie if you took away the horror bit the horror aspect no because there's no aspect away from the horror aspect yeah there's one location. Mm-hmm. which is the house. There's the interior and exterior of the house. And I was thinking about this for some reason in the shower today. <laughs> I was thinking, wow, there's only a couple of locations. And I was trying to think of where there would be a third. And there is. Um, she uh, FaceTimes a person who's in another location, baby. <laughs> there's three locations in this film. Um, yeah, so no, there's no, there's no story behind the... Unless if it's just about our main character Maddie struggling to write her second novel. No, oh, yeah, that's the that's the only non-horror yeah. element of this film. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose it literally is a horror plot, sort of. 
Yeah. But um. Anyway, you've got some you've got some little notes there. Yeah, what did what did you want? Sure. What did you think about right, it? So I've got here. It was short, which I liked. Um, the premise was very interesting. I'm just going through the ones that we've already kind of discussed. Yeah, yeah. I would have preferred there to be more character building, especially of the killer. The killer in this film is just some dude who just so happens to stumble to her house. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to why he's so desperate to kill her. Mm-hmm. He he literally... Say this at the beginning of every episode of Ignorance is this, but there's spoiler warning for this movie. <laughs> um, see, this is especially prevalent because it's a movie from recently. But he, he kills a another very minor character literally against like her glass door and mm-hmm. because she's deaf she can't hear it. she's just like cooking or like cleaning her house mm. so that's the only bit that we've seen of the killer that has nothing to do with his just like completely mad driven urge to kill maddie mm. that's the only other thing that we see mm. so it would have been cool to actually see like why he's doing that i kind of but at the same time, I also like the fact that it's like he doesn't have to have a reason. This is just a horror mm. movie for the sake of being a horror so, movie. So, the re- yeah, the reason I like the killer so much is that he's literally just a psychopath going on a murder spree. Yeah, but just- in a lot of films, or <sighs> spoilers, sort of for your next. I won't. I won't really spoil it, but you're sort of trying to guess why it's a similar thing. Like, there's a house in the middle of a forest, and there's killers coming to kill the people inside. But you're you're sort of trying to guess why they're doing, why the killers are doing what they're doing, and you sort of get information as you go on, and you're sort of trying to guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. What what is it? Is it this? Is it that? And then it's built up to why they're doing it. Ooh. Who's next? You're next. Oh. Yeah. That's why they call it that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in in hush, I really like the fact that there there is no connection. You don't need to guess. You, I'm pretty sure you're just you're told. Does he, does he not write something on the window? She tries to ask him why he's doing it. Does he not? And he writes something on the window. No, uh, she writes something on the window. Mm-hmm. She gets her lipstick and writes, um, "Didn't see face. Won't tell cops. Boyfriend yeah. coming home soon." Yeah. And then he takes off his mask and says, "Well, now you've seen my face, and I'm gonna kill you, yeah. but I'm not gonna enter your house until you wish to die." Yeah, or something like that. That's the only. That was the first time that we hear him speak as well, mm-hmm. and we see who he is. And there's kind of like a moment of like, "Oh, cool, it's that guy." And then there's like no moment of being like, "Oh, that guy's this person's friend from the past mm. or whatever." It's nothing like that. It's yeah. just some dude. Grace and I were guessing, saying, "Oh, we think that might be like her ex boyfriend because he says something like he he calls her by her nickname." But I think that was because he was in the house when she was on the phone call, mm. and he heard the character say that to Maddie, calling her Squish. Mm. But Grace is convinced that um, he knows her, and that's why he called her Squish. Oh, okay, but that's never explored, and she mm. she's mute, so she can't say, <laughs> uh, "Oh." It's my boyfriend. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I like it because my idea of him is that he's just got he's just decided he's going on a spree, he's killing the the neighbours, yep. and then when he finds her, he realises she's deaf, and he thinks this is an awesome opportunity yeah, to just toy with her. Yeah, you so, see that in his eyes. Yeah, you, so you that's, that's the reason he takes his time with her. He doesn't just go in and try to kill her because he, he decides this is... Super fun. Yeah, I get to play with my meat before I, before I kill it. Yeah. When um, there's a moment where he he has a crossbow throughout the whole thing, mm. and there's a moment where Maddie 
manages to get it for herself and she locks herself in the house so he can't enter because just morals he doesn't want to go in mm-hmm. um but she notices that there are notches on the crossbow and i liked that because that just kind of proves mm. oh he's just spreeing yeah he's just honest murder spree yeah i like that about it. a grace thought that it was oh so that's like how many arrows that he has with it? <laughs> no. nah, i think it's the i think it's the kills <laughs> another this is kd one- yeah, it's his KD percentage. Um, another note that I had was um, there was a moment where, um, and th- and this was brought up at the very beginning of the film where she's writing about her novel and she has so many endings in her head mm. and she just picks an ending and then it's like, I never expected that. It was like, I just picked a random one. It doesn't matter if it like, it's what, like I have so many endings thought out ready. Mm. And in the um, last act of the film, she kind of like sits down and tries to figure out how it's possible to get yeah. out of this alive. And uh, she starts having visions of all the possible ways like if i try to go out through this yes. door he'll get me this way and if i crawl under this crawl space he knows i've already been under there once before so he'll check then he'll just pull me out and then it's like a very like brutal uh like death montage pretty mm, much yeah and um they had that actress stand like you know like juxtapose like next to her telling her these things so you can tell what's going on in her head because she's mute she can't say it yeah um i thought that was very smart and by far the best bit of the film yep that's that's the moment that sold this movie to me as like this is great this is this is really well thought out and a great meta look at like this at the storytelling aspect because you are sort of guessing oh how is this going to end absolutely and they they really just like oh this is all the ways that it could go and this is that's in part why i gave it to you because i thought that storytelling device right at the end there, that's really good, and I reckon you will enjoy that. I wanted to give this this movie to you because it's a very cool aspect, and yeah. you wouldn't have seen it if you avoided all horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote this would be very cool to watch on mute. Oh, yeah. Imagine just, like, seeing this completely deaf, like the character would have. The whole thing. Yeah. Maybe cut the bits where, like, she's not in the shot, where she can't hear whatever. But, like, I just think that would be, like, an interesting way to watch this. Mm. Uh, but however, there were some very dumb moments mm-hmm. in the film. Okay. Um, the two ones that stood out for me was um, John, which is a character of the prior mentioned dead neighbor <laughs> that got that got stabbed against um, Maddie's glass door. Uh, the boyfriend of her comes over to figure out like what's going. On. I don't know why he's over actually. But... He comes to find his wife. Oh, okay. That Sl- makes... Slash girlfriend. So. That makes sense. Yeah. So he comes over and um, he's talking to the killer. The killer's pretending to be a cop and saying like, oh, the reason why my hand's all busted up is because he knocked me over. But then eventually John, the character, gets suspicious and um, he eventually gets the killer in like a chokehold, just like laying down with the killer on top of him by the neck so Mm. that he can't move. Um, Maddie just stands there in the house. Mm-hmm. She has a crossbow, and I know that she she at this point she doesn't know how to like reload it properly. She mm-hmm. she can't pull the the other uh, string back. But it was just like a really like annoying moment of just gr- this oh. is your opportunity to grab a knife and just run out there. He's literally like being held in place. Yeah, yeah. She just stood in the house, and eventually the um the John character bleeds out, and he just escapes the clutches of him. Mm-hmm. The other thing was um. Now, this was, like, the very cool, like, final moment where the killer says, I'm coming in now. And um, she runs upstairs to, like, the complete top of her house. The only way in is through the door. So she stands there 
she's bleeding out, her hand is all mangled, so she's passing out, her vision's getting blurry, knowing that she'll just stab him the second the door opens. Mm -hmm. But then the skylight that's above her, he comes in through that. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't notice because she's deaf, Mm -mm. right? But he's, like, standing there, like, in her bath, and then he breathes too heavily, and she feels the breath on the back of her neck, Mm -hmm. and that's when she knows to turn around and stab him then. Mm -hmm. But... Surely there would be some debris or something, like like bits from the skyline that would like enter her field of vision in some way. I just I feel like there was no way that she didn't notice the skylight being broken into and him like smashing into the bath behind her. But he can, but she, sorry, but she can feel the slightest mm. against her neck. Yeah, I understand that she's deaf and there's a difference between feeling and hearing. Yeah. But I, I feel like that'd be it, realistically that was quite. I was like, no, nah, she should have noticed somehow. Maybe if you were deaf, Scott, you would you would understand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe that's just one of the things in horror movies. They have to, they have to give the character a, a level of yeah. ignorance to be able to uh, justify some of the things that happen. Um, but besides that, I thought that they um. They wrote Maddie's character very well. Mm-hmm. She was very smart. I, yeah. I feel like there was a lot of times when she actually did like a good thing. Like she used like wasp spray against the killer when the killer's finally in the house. So it looks like oh she's definitely done here, but then she just pulls out some wasp spray from the um her cupboards. Mm-hmm. She realizes that she's definitely going to die at this point, so she runs over to her computer and she starts writing what the killer looks like because mm. he's taken off his mask yeah. and she writes like tattoo on side of neck blah 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 love you mum and dad max and then underneath i died fighting which kind of was like a, like a oh, cool yeah. like goosebumps yeah. moment and the last the last note that i wrote was i wish that he kept his mask on because he took it off in the first in the first act of the mm-hmm. film because she goes, didn't see face, just please leave me alone. Then, then he, to be like, cool, he took it off and was like, well, now you've seen my face. But the mask was like the cool bit. <laughs> like, it's a cool mask. It's, yeah. it's like always like smirking a little bit. Mm. And I just like, I think that it would have been a cooler villain to have him keep that mask on for the whole thing. Yeah. Kinda Perhaps if it was that. a longer movie, they could have kept the mask on and still had that reveal of the face, but more more so towards the middle or end. Yeah. But yeah. it is a short movie, so they do get on onwards things, which is good. What if he took the mask off and it was future? What? <laughs> oh my the god! The rap of future. <laughs> um, th- this other thing Re- that I <laughs> thank you. This other thing that I, I didn't write, and, um, but I just remembered, I thought was kind of weird was um, she's outside and um, she she just shot the killer with the crossbow. She got the one shot in, mm-hmm. but she gets him in like just below the shoulder. And um, she has to sprint back into the house because she realized she only has one arrow to shoot him with. But he catches up and her hand gets caught in the door. So his, her hand is just like outside and he just like kicks it and breaks it so bad no. and so mangled and gross. Before that, she's also been stabbed, I think, at some, in, like, in some way. But yet she still is so badass enough to use her other hand to write, like, do it when he says, I'm coming inside now. And she's oh, like, yeah. yeah, do it on the door. And I thought, like, not only is she able to, like, consciously, like, write that, 
She's also writing it backwards so that the killer can read it, <laughs> which I just I don't think is that realistic. <laughs> it's like a bit of like a, yeah, I don't know if I can even do that now, let alone while my hand is literally just been broken and mangled and bone <laughs> is sticking out of my wrist. Here's the thing. I think that's the, like, if she if she didn't do that, I think it would it would not have the effect. Oh, it would no, not have the yeah. cool effect she had hoped. It is, it's a bit of the equivalent of... If I'm trying to type something funny or dramatic to you on Facebook, <laughs> I've got to like make sure my spelling and grammar are correct because if, if anything's wrong and I then have to send that message and then have to put an asterisk and correct myself, yep. it loses the effect. The absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so if she if she wrote like it her, her facing her and then he was like uh, oh, sorry, I don't get it. And then uh, she had to asterisk and write it He forward. gets like a little mirror out of his back pocket yeah. and angles it against it, yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. I do that a lot with you all the time. Like if I'm writing something on Facebook and it's a little joke, yeah. and then something like it autocorrects hell to heal, and I have to write like, oh, damn it, I fucked it. Oh, no. Or oh, damn it, I ducked it. Uh, oh, oh, very good. But yeah, that's those are my notes for the movie. I really liked it. Good. I really liked it. I thought that it wasn't jump scary, so therefore I had a, a fun time. I was the wor- the scariest part was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the killer is outside, and he's just been stabbed um, by the crossbow, um, and he's sitting on the car just like waiting for her to do something. And then the uh, my favorite character, bitch the cat yeah. shows up next to him and he's like oh hey little guy i wonder if like oh is this your house cool okay like checks the tag and then he like gets his knife out and he's definitely about to kill the cat yeah and that was the worst part for me oh yeah because i don't want to see it, that yeah turns out though he didn't because actually that was when she that was when uh he got shot just oh, before he was right. about to kill bitch um, <laughs> crossbow arrow straight into his shoulder yeah <laughs> yeah, like I thought it was good. I didn't know anything about it, so the fact that it was, um, I was expecting a like just a horrible. Like I didn't know if it was even going to be set in a house or anything. So mm. the second that I realized, oh, this is going to be in the house, was the same time that I also realized she's this character that she's a deaf character. She's mute. She uses sign language to communicate, and all of this like at once was like a very cool premise straight away. Yeah, I was like, this is fun, and I'm actually going to enjoy this. If you had seen that trailer. That we we just watched the trailer just before just yep. before starting, would have oh would you have no. lost anything? Yeah, on the viewing. Yeah, because because yeah. the the very beginning, like Grace and I were, were like talking to each other as we were watching it, like oh that's a cool moment, like this mm. is cool. The second that we both realized that she was not only deaf but also like mute in general, like she like wouldn't mm. say it was a single word or even scream. Mm. That was like I said out loud like, oh no, she can't <laughs> she can't scream for help. And then Grace was like, oh no, she can't hear which entrance of the house he's yeah. gonna come into. <laughs> and we both like noticed this at the same time and it was a very good moment. Oh, that would have been us. quite cool. Yeah. To to not know the premise. And then like even like um at the beginning uh she's cooking something and then the cooking she's hanging out with her mate for too long, Sarah, and um Sarah realizes that it starts to like she can smell smoke, and then suddenly the alarm goes off and the alarm is a flashing white light and the loudest alarm pretty much ever. Oh yeah. And she's like she starts signing, I need to hear the vibration so that if something goes on while I'm sleeping I can wake up and fix it. Mm. Um, and then that turns out to be one of the things that she uses at the end to kill the killer. But like, yeah, just 
good moment of that flashing moment and then grace i heard her just go like oh that's so cool oh <laughs> this is gonna, like yeah, yeah. I, it was a good very good moment i very much enjoyed the film actually yeah so would you watch definitely other- in my favorite horror movies ever <laughs> definitely <laughs> next within- to insidious is that the other one you've seen i think i liked it more than insidious yeah yeah insidious is very <laughs> what sorry what did i say <laughs> i said insidious 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 is very more uh blockbuster sort of horror but it was it's still good yeah sure there's an insidious two and three aren't there there sure are are they bad i th- i know i think they're they're generally well received the All third right. one doing actually better than the second okay would you watch other horror movies if i told you they were on the same caliber as hush yeah 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 i'd watch another hush yeah but i like if you say <laughs> it's it's on the caliber of hush as in it's not got like ridiculous jump scares every 20 mm-hmm, seconds mm-hmm. Then yes, I'd watch a okay. I'd watch a creepy film. I would say The Witch. You could you could stomach The Witch. Okay. This the is witch not is, the Blair Witch. No, not the Blair Witch Project. Just just The Witch, the, or as it is stylized, the Vivitch, because <laughs> oh, it's it it's really? a V V, I T C H. Why? I don't know because it looks like a W. Yeah, but why? Why don't they just use a W then? I don't know. It looks cool. No, it doesn't. It looks like V V. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool. The Vivitch. It looks like they're trying to use Leet speak, but they got bored. Speaking of that movie, and speaking of speech, they um, <laughs> it's 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 set in the 1600s, and they do speak a form of 1600s English. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Which is yeah, which is cool because if you actually went back to that time, you would have a very difficult time actually understanding English because it's it's that different to modern day. Wow. Yeah. Very but it, cool. You can understand it sort of in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. I think. Yep. Um, do we still give ratings? I didn't see. Oh, tr- you you said you would um you would order the films that I've given you in terms of uh oh yeah I've given you Princess Bride and uh, From Dusk Till Dawn before yep and you said Princess Bride was better than Dusk Till Dawn yeah what it, what about this one Hush. um uh, look I I liked oh I really liked Till Dusk Till Dawn and also Princess Bride but I also really liked this as well. Mm. You should give me a movie that I hate one time so I can just put it on the bottom and like be sure with it. It's coming one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I still feel like Princess Bride was the best because it had great humor, especially yeah. for its time, and it was not what I was expecting oh, at yeah. all, so that's number one. It's bloody modern classic, mate. Um, but I really like Tarantino. No, the ending was too weird for me. I'm going to put Hush as number two <laughs> and then Till Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, okay. I would agree yeah. with that order. Yeah, okay. I'm not disappointing you as a big <laughs> no. as a big Tarantino. Bro. No, it's less of a Tarantino film, more of a Rodriguez film. There That's we go. good. Maybe there I'll go. give you another horror I movie like soon. It. Yeah, no, nah, don't. <laughs> Ollie, uh, let's let's do a a segment of ours that you love so much. Pet peeves. Morally, morally, world's worst. It's time for pet peeves. <laughs> Yeah, bloody good day. It's time for pet peeves. I got a, a a new one lined up today. All right, tell me what you hate about uh film, film language, film dialogue. <laughs> Just tell me, tell me what you're disliking. Oh, you don't you don't know this yet, but I I went well. I mean, you do know this. I went home from where we record back to with my parents for a week, and since then I've written two new pet peeves. Oh wow! You think that we're ten episodes in and we're close to nearing the end of my pet peeves list? Not at all, baby. <laughs> you keep finding them. A pet peeve of mine is. If there is a long shot, as in lengthwise, mm-hmm. of a character getting into a car, putting their seatbelt on, turning on the <laughs> engine, um, two things are definitely going to happen. <laughs> well, sorry, one of two things definitely going to happen. Yeah. Either one, 
someone is definitely going to be in the back seat, which is why I picked it for this week because that's a, <laughs> that's a horror element. Someone's going to be in the back seat just sitting there and he will say something like, hey, I need you to drive me someplace. And then the guy will be like, oh, God, what the, what the bloody hell? How did you get here? It's like, quick, quick. You got to do this quick. Or two, there is going to be a car crashing into the side <laughs> of the car that you're in. Probably your side as well, the yeah. driver's side. Okay. Um, this was from Marvel's original television Netflix program, Daredevil, season yeah. two of Daredevil. One of the characters got into a car. The, the show went for too long. It was like <laughs> at least like six seconds long, and I was like, oh, car. <laughs> car's gonna come in and it did a big crash in the side of the car pretty sure the character probably died did you celebrate because it happened yeah it was like it, well yes <laughs> Ce- celebrate in the way that only i can in which i don't like this being a cliche like this the whole segment is just cliches in films that mm-hmm. get on my nerves uh, and also your nerves by extension, but you haven't given me, and you've got to start writing some more. Because... I've got to say, every time you come up with a peeve, I then be, I then realise <laughs> how bad that is. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but yeah, I did celebrate in the way of just going like, yes, I knew it was a cliche, <laughs> and I knew I was right. It could be like your favourite character, but because you knew it <laughs> yeah. was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't Daredevil. It wasn't Matt Murdock in the car. But I'll tell you what: even if it was him, the hero in episode three yeah. of this eleven series, <laughs> eleven episodes show, I'd still be like, "Yay!" <laughs> I knew it. It'd be cool if we could find some other tells for when things are going to happen. Yeah, and we, <laughs> and we can spoil everyone in the movie theaters when we're yeah. watching it with them. Yeah. You got our little watch, little stopwatch out. Someone gets into a car. We press the little tab, starts rolling. Yeah. The second the shot lasts for longer than three and a half seconds, we just scream, car. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once, I think I, I was watching The Walking Dead, and it was maybe only season two, so it was like when it was still good. Oh, um, shots fired. I, I was watching with um our mate Shannon, and when when we, he, he was just, it cut to a scene and it wasn't fo- wasn't following from the next one where a character was just walking through the woods by himself. Yep. And there was like a slow pan of the trees, sort of like the char- it was a character POV sort of. Oh, okay. Yep. So you don't see the character, it's his point of view, and it's just like a slow pan tracking around the trees. Sure. And I said to Shannon, dream sequence. <laughs> <laughs> Seconds later, like another character sort of comes up who he hasn't seen in a while and is like, how you doing? He's like, oh, oh wow. yeah, I'm doing good. I'm like... Dream sequence. There this guy's go. not really here. He's not back yet, and it was. Wow, it's great. Yeah, like, yeah, we we got to start figuring out more tells because this was the one that definitely for me, like, I know one of these two things would definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so what do you think makes a dream sequence instantly in like recognizable? I don't know. There's just a couple of things where they they sort of th- try to throw it off. It's got to be a little bit blurry. Yeah, a little bit bit blurry of glow. around the edges. Yeah, give the lights a bit of glow. I mean, well, that well, that's my pet peeve for this. Just week. yeah, slow camera movement that isn't. That isn't the same as the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you want to move on to the next segment? Yeah, bloody our favorite other segment. Yeah. <laughs> all My of our favorite segment. All probably. of our segments are our favorite segments. We should start thinking of more segments. Also, by the way, yeah, this is another uh, episode of Ignorance <laughs> of This Meeting where we're just having a meeting. Um, we should have more segments. Yeah, you got any other ideas for further future yeah. segments? I, I'm I'm good. I'll start brainstorming when I'm back at home. Yeah, another Absolutely. game maybe. More games. That's more, what I like to say. Yeah, more more fun games for the as listeners can play along at home as well. Um, this week we're playing though critically acclaimed or critically lame. It's, it's the one where we choose two movies, and I'll give you 
two really brief synopsises and you got to tell me which one was a a good received film or which one was the bad received film. I think we should make a um like our award winning intro for Pet Peeves featuring <laughs> yeah. our own Wilson and the Dog. Yep. We've got to come up with a probably a j- new jingle for this. Yeah, a new sting. I'd Critically claim or maybe yeah. it's lame. lame. It's yeah, the yeah, critically acclaim or lame show. Yeah, yeah. That pretty good. That was uh, Scott Nolly with critically lame or critically acclaimed from the um, from episode <laughs> ten. Um, All right, but, let's do it. Please hit me up. Anyway, uh, what form are you going to be presenting this? We're me? using haikus again today. Haikus every week. Although I, I might tease that maybe next week might be a limerick. <laughs> <laughs> You just go straight into a poem the week after as well. Just continue this trend. <laughs> Next thing, you've got a story. You've got a script. I've got a script. I'll give you two scripts. <laughs> All right, please hit me up with the first one, please. Okay, okay. A bit of a trend this week. Um, I'll tell you what they are after I've read my haikus. Okay, so haiku for the first film synopsis. Gangster falls in love with lesbian. All good. He's hot, so they still screw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's the second one. Modern day remake of Jane Austen book, but with hot, rich high school girls. <laughs> I love this. The haiku. Of <laughs> I'll tell you, they're both romantic comedies. Romantic comedies. They're both. Well, they're ro- they're romance romance films. Yep. Okay. One's real bad. One's real good. You gotta tell me which one which. Um. <laughs> and listeners at home, you gotta tell tell your friend. Who's sitting next to you? Which one which? Yeah, play along with me as I go. Um, you yeah. guys can also go. Uh, <laughs> see. What are your thoughts right now? Are Jane, are Jane Austen movies typically well received? Mm. Surely. It's but then. Adaptation of her book. And she's from she's from the 1800s. Is she? <laughs> I think. <laughs> Not um, early 1900s? Perhaps. Um, but I, I feel like the. I feel like the movie in which the hot male character manages to have sex with a lesbian character... He's a gangster too? He's a gangster. Mm -hmm. Gangster falls in love with a lesbian? I feel like that can't have been recent because that wouldn't fly today. Okay. Which makes me think it's also bad because it's an old movie. (laughs) (laughs) And Jane Austen is notorious. Uh, She's a, a very good writer and... And that's why we all know the name. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, they're both not recent. Okay. <laughs> but well, I feel like it would... Uh... You're thinking one's bigoted. Yeah, I'm thinking... <laughs> yeah, like one, yeah, one's a bit gross. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't know what the, I don't know what the movie would be. Um, the fact that you said romantic comedy is really throwing me out. I, I'm, I'm going to say that uh, Haiku number one was the critically lame and mm-hmm. the Jane Austen remake is the critically acclaimed. Ding, ding, ding. You're oh, correct. Yes. That's like week three in a row. Yeah. You're doing really well. Thank you. You are. All right. So the modern day remake of Jane Austen's book. Uh, I wish I could have sold this to you a bit better. All you told me was that it's Jane Austen. I don't know anything else about that. W- with hot, rich high school girls. Yeah. So sure. it's actually a 19, I think it's 1995 film called Clueless. Okay. Have you heard of Clueless? I I, I think so. The The cover is like three, three like, uh, High school girls all wearing really, really rich clothing, and it's got um, Paul Rudd in it. He's just like a side character more. If you heard tapping on the keyboard, it's because I'm looking up what the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking at it now. Yep. Okay. So people may not actually know that Clueless is it's because it's like a classic chick flick. Like people love this film. Right. 
Um, but people may not know, it's actually an a reimagination of a Jane Austen plotline. Wow, that's very cool. Called Emma. That's very cool. Mm. It's about like even looking at just the images on this right now, you would never have guessed it. Yeah. Um. I. I'll... Oh yeah. It, they definitely do not allude to the fact it's a. Uh... Oh, I think maybe there's one reference to it being a Jane Austen book. I'll tell you what. I would never have known this existed. Mm. Should okay. Oh, it's got Donald Fajan in it. Yeah. Yeah. From, it's got Scrubs. Yep. <laughs> it's got a lot of good actors in it, actually. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I would say it's like one of those. It's one of those uh, like chick flicks, like on the level of Mean Girls, where it's like it's like a chick flick, but it's it's real good. Yeah, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Easy A. Yeah. Is that a chick flick? Oh, it's a high school. I'm just I'm looking at some of the movie. pictures from this, and I can imagine Emma Stone being in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I thought of Easy A just now. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Cool. Um, please tell me what the the other one the lesbian. Now one the was. other one has so many things wrong with it. I just p- picked one part that was bad. Yeah. So it's called Giggly. I hate that already. It stars uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Garner. And it was, it's it's been named one of the worst films of the decade or worst films of all time. Oh boy. It's the mo- It's the film that ended, um, it stopped for a while Ben Affleck's uh, role as a leading man until he, wow. until he became a director. Okay. Uh, yep. It was that bad, and then he became Batman. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's huge. But yeah, it's about um, it's about this dude, and he he has to kidnap a uh, a a dude with a guy with mental uh, disabilities in order to gain leverage for his mobster cr- gang, and then the mobster gang uh, assigns Jennifer Garner, who is a lesbian, to help him, and he's mad that he has to work un- under the command of a woman. Oh, no. And he hates that she's a lesbian because he likes her. Oh, no. I hate that. <laughs> like, I'm... I'd, yeah. I want you to stop The The whole Wikipedia article just made him sound like this whiny little no-good bitch. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. And it's because that was the time they were um dating. Yep. Jennifer Garner and Affleck. Ruined, uh, ruined both of their <laughs> careers to a degree and notoriously really bad. Giggly is the name of that. Go please, watch it. Please don't watch it, actually. <laughs> uh, don't support that at all. Mm. Hey, that brings us to the end of the episode. That I think. is the end of the episode. Did the listeners at home get the get the thing? <laughs> I'm sure if, if I'm sure if anyone who had seen Giggly and was scarred by the memory may have <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. remembered it. They had they had kind of like flashbacks then yeah. of watching the film of oh no. Yeah. Oh no, this is so bad. <laughs> so next week we don't really know what we're watching, but it won't be a cinema film because as we mentioned not not a lot of good films coming out in the cinema. No, nothing's really happening. Cars three was on the menu, but don't really. I've, I think I've seen like some of the trailer, so sure. I, I, we don't want to do that one. Get excited for Spider Man Homecoming though in like yeah. two or three weeks. Two weeks. I'm so excited. Yeah, like it's gonna be the best movie of the year. <sighs> no, I hope it fails. <laughs> no, why? Why? No, it okay. fails because you've hoped you've hoped the same <laughs> thing for me. Well, I hope <laughs> that Baby Driver fails then. <gasps> How dare you? How dare you? Um, if you want, if you guys want to get in contact with us, you can through Facebook, which is facebook.com slash ignorance is this podcast. And also through email, which is ignorance is this podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you got, uh, you got the critically claimed or critically lame bit right or wrong. If you have any ideas for anything that you want us to discuss, we can do that. Um, uh, tell yeah, us, tell us if you only got any examples of the pet peeve of the, uh, yeah, the long shot car, sure, car yeah. thing. 
Well, that brings us to the end of the episode, Ollie. I hope that you've had fun today. I had a bit of fun, yeah, I suppose. Anyway, you've got a haiku you wrote about today's film, Hush. Yeah, let's let's play my haiku. Okay. If you're a deaf mute living in a spooky woods, reevaluate. <laughs> <laughs> Was that good? <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs>